1: Hola, mujerones. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is going to be so good. So get out your notepads wherever you can write down some notes. If you're driving, please make some mental notes because we're going to be dropping some gems today. Our guest is Liz Fernandez. She is a business coach for therapists and coaches, and she is one of my business friends that I just hold dear to my heart. Liz, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to have this chat with you and just to connect with our Mujerones.
2: Thank you so much for having me, Sonia. I'm so excited to be here and just so excited for the conversation that we're going to be having and just to be dropping some wisdom for your community today.
1: Yes, I have followed your journey. I want to say maybe from like the beginning we connected, um, I was starting the coaching side of my business as well, and you were starting your coaching business. And to see how much you've grown, how many people you've impacted, it has truly been an honor and just an inspiration. And we connected last year at We All Grow. We were roommates. That's where we really had an opportunity to just open up and I love that we're always able to have just some genuine conversations. So I know today's episode's going to be good.
2: <laughs> I love it. It was such a beautiful experience to be able to just have a space to connect and like really roommate conversations in La Noche. I just remember having like hours and hours and hours of dialogue over our journeys. And I'm just I'm so excited to be here and to be friends on this journey of entrepreneurship because if there's anything, you know, mm-hmm. that, that we know is that your community will be what propels you forward for what you want to create and for the longevity of your business. So I'm just, I'm just very honored to be able to grow alongside you because that's, again, we grow in community.
1: Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Cause it's so true. And that's one of the reasons why every year we put this event together where you're going to be one of our speakers. So if you haven't checked out Liz's uh, profile, her information, her website, all of the things, make sure you head on over there. The link uh, is on the show notes because she's going to be one of our amazing speakers at the Mujeron Movement event. So let's start off by telling us a little bit more about your story and your journey, and then we'll get into the other stuff.
2: Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. So for those of you that um don't know my work or aren't familiar with my work, I'm an associate marriage family therapist turned business coach for therapists and coaches. When I started my journey, I was currently well, I was at the time in graduate school, um, starting my my journey and my career as a therapist. That's what I thought that I was going to be doing for the rest of my life. My goals were to start a private practice and to serve la comunidad Latina in, in the, within the mental health aspect. And so I quickly realized that I loved therapy work, but that it was very demanding and that emotionally just the system wasn't set up to support us. And so during that time, I started exploring what coaching was. I had no idea what it was. And I decided, you know what, I am so burned out. Grad school is just a whole monster. <laughs> I love learning, but it just, it, it for those of you that have, you know, gone through the higher education system, you know how taxing it can be on your mental health, the pressure. And then if you're first gen, right, just like everything that comes with that. And I identify as the eldest daughter. And so just this pressure of feeling like you have to succeed to make your parents' sacrifices worth it, but also wanting to grow and expand in your career, and it was just so many things at once. And then I realized, you know what? Like, this feels like I could be serving my community now. Like, why do I have to wait five Mm -hmm. years, six years to be able to serve my community if I've been doing this work already in some way, shape or form through my whole entire career, right, with jobs, different jobs I've had and so I just quickly realized that I wanted to explore coaching although I was terrified of doing that at the time. I was like, well, I have nothing to lose and then the pandemic happens and then after that I was like, okay, well, what do I want to do? I had reached this point of burnout where I was so miserable very unhappy I was working full-time going to school full-time and I just quickly realized that it was it was time for a change and I had nothing else to lose and so I used my stimulus check and invested on some coaches and that's what began the journey of of the coaching career that I started and now I'm supporting therapists and coaches in doubling their income creating their CEO identity um As coaches so that they can become nine to five optional. And
1: that's what really led me on this journey. I love that. And I think that when we're in that space of like burnt out and it it can go right away where you're just continuing in that cycle, or like you did using that stimmy check (laughs) to really equip yourself with the tools that you needed. I love that you were able to do that So I want to talk about like the CEO identity, because I feel like that's something that we continue to work on, even as you're a business owner and your business is scaling or growing. The CEO identity is something that I'm sure you help so many of your clients with really doing the work as their journey continues and as they continue to grow. So tell us a little bit more about what the CEO identity is and how we can use it even if we're like in the starting stages of pursuing, um, maybe stepping into that. And then maybe we can talk about like, if we're already full blown in a business, how do we even more step into that?
2: That is such a good question. I'm so glad you asked Sonia, because I, I often see the my primary philosophy around the work that I do is centered around identity. And as just daughters of immigrants, Latinas, We are so resilient and we are so powerful and we are so freaking smart and we are so capable and we find a way or we make a way. But a lot of the times because of the way that we are conditioned and socially, you know, just capitalism and really trying to fit into like this society where, you know, it wasn't created for us to succeed. We often diminish how incredibly talented and gifted we are. And so what I've learned throughout my whole entire just journey and career and life in general is that the CEO identity is already in us. Like we innately are CEOs because we just are and we exist and we are Latinas. And so a lot of the work is just realizing that you are already one. You've already been one, right? And it's deciding that you are. And oftentimes we find ourselves like, one day I would lo- I would love to feel like the CEO. I would love to feel like the confidence of, you know, being a business owner and I, it feels like a mountain away, right? It feels like this huge mountain you have to climb, but what if you already are, right? Like, and I'm getting the chills as as I'm saying this, but like, what if you already are, what if you've always been one and Mm. how do you want to define that you are a CEO of your life, of your career, of your business, right? And looking at evidence all over your life in the different identities that you hold that make you equipped for this, for this identity that you're creating, whether it's a new mom, whether it's your, you're the CEO of your business, whether it is you're a podcaster now, right? No matter where you are on your journey, it's like unpacking how you've already always been
1: a freaking boss ass CEO. Yes. I love this. And I love this and this really hits home for me because I sat outside of like that CEO identity for so long. It was so scary to really step into. And I want to take it back to one of the conversations we had when we were at We All Grow. And we were talking about how we connected. Uh, You were in a coaching program, and they had invited me to come and speak about community building. And I remember you telling me like, when I saw her, I was like, why isn't she a coach? And that's an identity that I knew I wanted to step into, but it took so much inner work for me to be able to do that. I want to say it really happened when I started working with Erica, who um, is also a friend of ours. I She was one of the per- people that really helped me step into that coaching identity. And I wanted to share this because many times we sit on these thoughts, on the imposter syndrome of are we meant to be who we want to become? And we're so scared of like, what are people going to think? Am I worthy enough? Do I have enough knowledge? Can I really impact and support people? And we don't take this action. So with your concept of the CEO identity, what are some of the things that you help people with kind of like what you were talking about, whether you're starting a podcast, maybe you're trying to move up in the nine to five space, you want to start a business. What are some of the steps that they can take in order to really step into their CEO identity? Oh, this is such a powerful
2: question. And I love that you provided this context too. I would say that the first step is just deciding, right? Like Mm -hmm. deciding what if I already am and just saying, you know what I am. I might not feel like one right now, but I already am one. I don't know how yet, but I'm going to do the work to unpack that, right? So the first step would be just deciding. Even if it feels cringy to you and you're like, what the (laughs) heck am I saying? This feels so realistic. Like, who who do I think I am, right? But it's like just deciding, making the decision. You know, I might not feel like one right now, but I am already X identity that you're trying to create. And then the next step would be looking for evidence of, in your life how you already are this ceo and redefining right redefining what that identity means to you because the truth is that we're going to be comparing ourselves constantly to the world around us because we think that they have it together when in reality it's like you get to define your own version whatever it is whatever identity you want to hold right so the first step would be deciding the second step would be looking for evidence of how this is true for you right as you redefine that identity and the third thing would be to embody that right to embody that identity of the person you're trying to become what are the thoughts that they're having right what would that identity do Um, what do they how do they feel right and sometimes we don't even know like we want to think like what would they be thinking or what would the higher self be thinking in that identity but the truth is that sometimes we might not know where to even start there so just mm. tap into how you want to feel right how how would you feel as the ceo of your business how would you feel as the podcaster that you know is bringing in stories and and showcasing their work you would feel confident you would feel secure if you want to feel that way what do you want to think how do you want to see yourself right mm. and so those are just three simple steps for you to really tap into to start creating this, like this work for yourself. And it's it's one of the biggest concepts that I teach because I really do think that you already have it in you. Like you, sometimes we we want to make this feel so hard because naturally as humans, it's a common human experience, right? And we overthink things because we want to be sure. But the truth is that that imposter syndrome that you feel at the beginning of starting anything new is really you just taking up space that you thought you once couldn't take, right? And so just if you become aware of this and you remind yourself of this, stepping into any identity is gonna feel so much more feasible than if you continue telling yourself, this is gonna be hard because whatever we tell ourselves, we start believing and then it just becomes our reality.
1: Yes, I love. And I love the intentional part of this work. Because even down to the thoughts that we want to have as the CEO that we're, you know, envisioning that we want to become, I love to tell uh, the women inside the Mujerón community that a lot of these decisions that we make they have to be so intentional to, and so specific, right? Like this is what my day would look like. And there was something that you mentioned about redefining what that identity means to us. So recently I want to share something and maybe you can, you can share something that helped you as well. I had been really focused on like, I'm not hitting these numbers that I really had in my head. And I wasn't really paying attention to I don't work full time in my business. And I intentionally decided that because I have a toddler. (laughs) He just turned two. And one of my biggest values is family, right? Like that's something that I really want to be a present mom. And I can't do all of the things. So redefining that part of my life, my business and motherhood really allowed me to let go. And just show up in my business when it was time to show up in my business and show up as a mom when it was time to be a mom. And I think a lot of times we get lost in this comparison, right, of like the people that we really admire. Amiga, if this episode is resonating with you, I want to invite you to our signature event Mujeron Movement 2023. This is a day of community, empowerment, and purpose to help you start showing up as the Mujeron of your dreams. It's happening on October 28th in Scottsdale, Arizona, and this event is for you if you are looking to build a growth mindset and maximize your potential, if you're craving connecting with like-minded amigas and want to join a supportive community, if you're ready to stop playing small, put the excuses aside and become the best version of yourself, this is for you. In this exclusive experience, you'll get inspired by trailblazing Latinas keeping it real on how they've reached success. You'll gain insight and knowledge to bring your big vision to life. No matter what part of the journey you're on and no matter what that big goal that you have, I can guarantee you that you'll walk away inspired and ready to take action. I'll see you there, amiga. Check the show notes to get your seat and we'll get back to the show. So, Redefining what that goal, what that CEO, what that life that we really want means to us is so important. Can you tell us a little bit more about like what that was for you or, you know, and anything that you want to add on to that? That is, yes, so, so good.
2: There's such a big, like, it's so important to redefine these whatever it is we're giving meaning to, it's just so important for us to also add context to it, right? I love how you provided the example of like, yeah, I was frustrated with myself because I wasn't hitting these goals, but then I had to remember, why am I not, where I thought where where my brain is telling me I should be. Oh, it's because I intentionally introduce these values into my priorities. And Mm -hmm. then when you do that, you can be a little more compassionate with yourself, right? And this often I see it happen for me. And it shows up because we're always as high achievers, right? We're always thinking about what's next, what's next, what's next. And so it's for me, the way that it shows up, it's just like, sometimes I'm thinking, wow, like, The, the months that I thought I was going to be having for the goals that I have are like not happening yet. Or maybe I don't have the brand partnerships yet, or maybe I don't have the speaking engagements yet. And it's like on this constant thing of like where I want to be, but it's almost like bringing myself back to, okay. Okay why aren't we there yet? Okay, well, there's so many moving pieces right now in my business. Mm -hmm. Like I'm working on the behind the scenes, I'm setting up the systems, I'm hiring, I'm doing all the unsexy work that (laughs) is not sexy in business, propel me forward. And in those seasons, we're going to feel like we're going backwards. But the context matters so much, because the truth is that our brain will become wired for what it knows, right? And so this is not my therapist hat coming in. And it's like what usually safety means to us right now, like for you, for example, with the example you gave, it could look like, wow, like I have all these goals I want to meet, but then um, safety to you is like sales calls coming in or like having a really successful um, event uh, happen and signups happening, right? But then Success could also mean, you know, I'm doing things I've never done before that I went, once upon a time used to dream about. And so for me, I, I just think that the context is very important, right? And noticing where... Sometimes we're, we feel like we're going backwards, but really we're propelling forward with the I, with the things that we're working on right now. And right now in this season of my business, that's the way it feels. I am setting up my business for the client experience that I want my clients to have and really all the unsexy stuff that we don't necessarily talk about so much in business that is going to help me propel forward. And sometimes just, it's so easy for our inner critic to like come through and say, but you're not doing X, Y, and Z yet. Or, but these things aren't happening yet. And it's like, wait a minute, like how can we just live in what we've already created and give ourselves grace and compassion and celebrate ourselves for everything we're doing right now to get us to
1: that place where we want to be. Yeah, and that is so hard. Like the process is... The most difficult part (laughs) of like knowing that you're setting yourself up for what's coming. But, you know, it's it's not time. What are some of the things that help you that are maybe more actionable that you can do when you're in that season of like, hey, I know right now maybe you're not seeing and you're not really getting those opportunities, but you're preparing for them good one of the first things that I focus on is
2: always what would that version of myself be doing right and what am I doing right now that that person would do so for example if you want to attract uh, opportunities such as speaking engagements such as brand partnerships it's like are you sharing your story right now right like where could you be sharing your story where could be where could you showcase your expertise where could you Take initiative and reach out to someone in your community, right? Porque a veces sometimes too, like those opportunities aren't just going to come. Everything, like there's a cause and effect for everything, right? And it they might not happen in this moment, but de poquito a poquito, one step at a time, all of that is going to add up. Like if I think back to just two years ago in my journey, I, would, I, I wanted to start a podcast. I wanted to be a coach. I wanted to have, write a book. I wanted to do all these things. And then I had to be like, okay, Liz, one step at a time. Am I really ready to write a book right now? Probably not. Like in the future I will, but I have to go through the journey first to get me there. And naturally that'll happen, right? But coming back to your question, it really starts with the actions you're taking right now. It's not about like the larger vision like you're gonna get there no matter what but what are you doing right now and it's like the little micro decisions i i share an example with my clients around we call it the toilet paper it's pretty it's a pretty funny analogy but it's like a roll (laughs) of paper right of toilet paper like every decision will add up and will add up and will add up Mm -hmm. hasta que el chunky right like and then the opportunities are gonna come when you're least expecting them but you do have to build that discipline to show up for yourself, to showcase your expertise, build the discipline of sharing your voice, to learn how to articulate your message, to call in those things that you so deeply desire right now. So it really gets to be that simple. It's just you deciding very intentionally what are going to be those day-to-day little decisions, micro decisions. It could look like asking for help. It could look like Investing in a coach, it could look like going to the Mujeron Movement <laughs> event, right? Like That's and me. and doing those little decisions that that higher version of you would do to call in those opportunities.
1: I love that, and the micro decisions that is so real. I want to share a little bit of what one uh, one micro decision did for me last year. Um, I really wanted to get more speaking engagements, like that was one of the biggest things, uh, and with my background of being on TV, like I was always used to being the interviewer. Like I was, you know, I was always interviewing people or emceeing events, but I I had never had the opportunity to actually share my thoughts, my story and that type of stuff. But I knew it was something that I wanted to bring. So one of the steps that I took is I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to put speaker on my profile and let's see what happens. (laughs) <laughs> start showing up as a speaker, right? Embodying that. And like, right after I did that, one of my friends is like, hey, I saw that you are doing speaking now. Um, they, I'm going to be a, a panelist at a university in California and they're actually looking for more Latinas. Do you want me to share your information? And I was like, yeah, you know, it was not a paid engagement. And obviously they were not paying for our flight, but I was like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. I had just had my baby so I was like in that weird transition to all the moms that you know are tuning in where you're like who am I? What am I going to do next? I'm a mom now and like it's just such a crazy transition and that empowered me so much like investing in myself to go out there and it has just been like now a ripple of like different speaking engagements and I love that you said that because it truly can be that simple of being intentional with those micro decisions.
2: Absolutely. And oh my God, I relate so much to what you said, Sonia, because I think so many people, this conversation is giving so many people in your community permission to just freaking claim the thing. You might not feel ready for mm-hmm. it. We never are going to feel ready for it. Todos empezamos en algún lugar, right? And I had done the same thing, right? I'm like, well, am I a speaker? Well, I'm a podcaster, so I must know how to speak. So <laughs> I'm just going to say that I'm already a speaker, right? And it's like claiming the identity before you become the identity is the first process. You So many people think that you, you can't call yourself X, Y, and Z until you've already done it. And it's like, you're working backwards, right? Like claim the identity first and then show up as that person so that you can feel more comfortable in that identity, right? And I've done the same thing with speaking calling myself a speaker and at first you just got to put yourself in the room will you be terrified heck yes you're going to be terrified but you know what reach out to your community reach out for support to your coach to your peers right like a perfect example. It's like when you, full transparency, when you reached out to me for the first time for for to be a speaker for Buhiron for TV, I was like, oh my God, can I do this right? The last <laughs> time I spoke was, you know, in 2020 before the pandemic happened, like Los Nervios kicked in. And then I, I reached out to my community and said, y'all, don't let me speak my, like take myself out of this opportunity. Like, Coach yeah. me through it, like motivate me through it. Remind me who the heck I am so that I can do this, right? Porque los nephews los are going to kick in and you're not going to feel qualified all the time. And that's so human, but you got to put yourself in those rooms, right?
1: And you have to be your biggest advocate. Yes. And I'm so excited for October. We've had such great, I was telling Liz outside of recording, like we've had such great feedback about having her in Arizona and every time you and i speak there's just like this energy and inspiration so i know it's going to be so good and i'm so happy you're going to be there but i i love this topic about you know embodying and really putting ourselves out there before we wrap up i really want to talk about imposter syndrome because i feel like that's one of the biggest things that doesn't allow us to really step in to when we want to, like, for example, when I said I was a speaker and you kind of start thinking like, oh my God, am I really going to be able to do this? How do you work through just not feeling like you're lying or you're being an imposter as you're stepping into and embodying this new version or this new identity?
2: Evidence building is huge for me, Mm -hmm. like keeping a list of okay, I know my brain is telling me you're a liar. Like, you're not even like, ¿quién te que eres? like, who do you think you are, right? It's like, okay, let's just neutralize that. It's coming through. I'm just going to look at my thoughts rather than through them, write them down. Managing my mind is the biggest thing that I do, right? The first thing is just noticing what's coming up and not judging ourselves for it, right? And mindset work and just, yeah, self-coaching work is so, it's so important. That's the first thing I do, just bring awareness to what's coming up and being compassionate and gentle with myself and saying, "Okay, my inner critics coming up. I would never say this to anybody else. None of my clients I would ever say this to. So why am I going to say that to myself? I'm going to just notice that and then answer my brain, because if we leave it unanswered, it will take the wheel and it will spin us out and it will start looking for evidence of how we are imposters and how we shouldn't be in the room, right? And so we want to drift us back. It's our natural human tendency to just go and for whatever we're thinking, like, I don't know if it's ever happened to you when you're looking for like a red car or a Tesla or whatever, you start seeing it all the time, because your brain naturally looks for evidence of it. And so we want to create evidence of how you're not an imposter syndrome, right? How you're not an imposter syndrome, (laughs) how you're not an imposter, how you're not like a fraud in that room. Let's look for evidence of how are you qualified to be in that room. Let's look for how you've done things in the past, right? What presentations have you done at work? What uh, knowledge are you sharing daily with your community? What knowledge and expertise do you have? What credentials do you have? What life experience do you have? What story can you share that make you qualified to be in that room? And so The first thing is just noticing the mean inner critic thoughts that are coming up, being gentle and compassionate with yourself, and then looking for evidence of how you do deserve to be in that room and just working on believing it, working on believing it and telling yourself over and over again and looking for evidence of how you should be in that room until you feel calmer and safer and work with your nervous system at the same time to feel comfortable in getting in there and working through the imposter syndrome.
1: I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Liz. It was so good. I love to ask my guests before we wrap up that what are some words that you would tell Liz, who was just graduating, had no idea what was coming for her, all of the amazing blessings that you have now lived through. What would you tell her?
2: This makes me a little nostalgic because I would give her a huge hug. I would give her a huge hug and just let her know like you're doing so amazing already like you are already like everything you want is already there for you you just have to be gentle with yourself every step of the way like there's no rush there's nothing on the line you have nothing to prove to anybody Mm -hmm. like be gentle with yourself you're gonna get there it's already done
1: that's what i would say to her that's so beautiful just give her a hug (laughs) we're giving, we're giving her a hug, but Liz, thank you so much. How can uh, the Mujerones work with you? Where can they follow you? Tell us a little bit more about that. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Sonia.
2: I you can find me on Instagram at Life with Liz uh 2Hs. The Life with Liz wasn't available. So <laughs> you can find me directly there. I am the um the host of the Latina CEO identity podcast. You can also find me there. Um and currently I'm you can work with me through private coaching. Um and I also have a group program called blind Coaching where I support you in doubling your income. Uh, as a therapist and coach. And so that's where you can find me. And of course, in real life, if you want to meet me, I will be at the Mujeron Move, Movement event. So definitely make sure that you come and that you integrate yourself in part of this community. If that's something that you really, really desire, Sonia's community is incredible. And you're going to okay. network and meet like lifelong friends and support, and you're going to feel seen in so many different ways. So we're just really excited to meet you in real life. And thank you so much, Sonia, for having me here today. I am so I hope that your listeners take so much away from this interview and this episode today. And thank you for the work that you do.
1: Thank you. I can't wait for October, amigas. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will make sure to put all of her links on the show notes so you can follow Liz. And we hope to see you in real life very, very soon. Thank you again, Liz. Thank you, ladies. We hope that you... Step into that CEO identity and keep on working to becoming the Mujeron of your dreams.
0: Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episodio of the Mujeron podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the Mujeron of your dream.